This is Topsail Insider, and my name is Krista. Join me as I travel around Greater Topsail, interviewing the fabulous business owners in our beautiful beach towns. Locals absolutely need to hear about the new restaurants and the shops that are popping up everywhere. And those folks considering relocating to the Topsail area will listen up and find out what's available before making the big move. And anyone vacationing here, you'll find that we have many activities to enjoy beyond our beautiful beaches. Let's do this. Coming up, get ready for a wonderful interview with Miss Georgia Cure, the owner of Hampstead Oils and Vinegars on Highway 17 in Hampstead, North Carolina. We'll be talking to her about her delicious products, her beautiful gift packaging, her special events and recipes, as well as how she landed in Hampstead selling something she absolutely loves. And you will too. You'll even get a sample of her banjo playing. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Let's just go for it. Yeah. Might as well jump in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Topsail Insider. My name is Krista, and I am your host. Today, we are sitting with Georgia and speaking to her about her store, Hampstead Oils and Vinegars. Thank you very much, Georgia. You're very welcome. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Awesome. Okay, full disclosure, I work about three or four doors down from Georgia's store, and I had this big idea, I'm going to do this podcast, and I was getting so excited about it, and then right before it's time to take those first steps to start booking the interviews and doing the actual work, that fear hit me and just sat there overnight. And then the next morning, I was just racked. I don't know that I can do this. What am I doing? What are you thinking? And then I went to work. And when I left work, I looked over at Georgia's store. And there was the open sign. I stuck my head in the door like, Georgia, (laughs) doing a podcast. Will you please be my first guest? And she's like, yep, I'm in. Yeah. I'm an open book. I am too. So obviously your oils and vinegars. I yes. want to hear a little bit about your oils and vinegars and sure. like how many, is it, is it flavors? Is it infusions? Like So it is, I think I have about 43 or 44 right now. I am terrible about seeing new things and wanting to get them immediately. So <laughs> I trade things out pretty often. We just added a new one this week. They come from all over the world. Mm-hmm. They are infused and fused, and fused confuses people sometimes because it is a very rare process. You can only do it in very specific circumstances, and what they do is they actually take, so for example, the blood orange is a fused oil. So they take the oranges, they take the olives, they crush them at the exact same time, Mm -hmm. which really gets the flavor into the oil, and then... It has that really good flavor, and it doesn't happen often. Most of the oils and vinegars are going to be infused, where they take usually essence of something and put it in the oils, and then that flavors the oils. 
So I have those, and then I have a few high-quality non-flavored oils and non-flavored vinegars for people who are not looking for that. I have some customers that actually take some of the oils as medicine. So they'll take... Really? Yes. They'll take like a... Some of them take like a teaspoon of it or a couple teaspoons. Some of them take a couple tablespoons. Which ones are these? So they're the high-quality non-flavored oils. They track their biophenols and the squalenes and the vitamin E, and it's all on placards on the oils and you the higher the better wow so there's been studies that have come out that you show that the antioxidants help with cancer the squalene helps with alzheimer's and then the vitamin e of course we all know the benefits of that yeah so those studies are coming out pretty regularly and people are educated on that and they come in asking for those things i had no idea yeah it's interesting isn't i love it? that yeah. yeah super interesting and what part of the world are you getting your oils from? So all over the world, most of them come from Italy. I would say 80%. A lot of the fused oils come from Tunisia. And my company actually goes all over the world to get those high quality non-flavored oils. Right now I have one from Spain, one from Peru, one from Chile, but they go everywhere. They go to South Africa, they go to Australia. There's even some out of Sweden and Albania, and they work directly with the growers. They go, they test it, they run all these chemical panels on it. They're very serious about it. They put them into competitions. They win a lot of competitions. That's so cool. Yes, I'm really terrible about advertising that. (laughs) They send us videos and pictures of like, we've got this lovely oil, look at this. And they'll show us videos of them crushing it. They're they're in it to win it. They're serious about it. Yeah, I would, you should put that stuff on your Facebook page. I, I would love to see that. I, when I figure that out, I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand completely. Yes. And what about your vinegars? So same. Most of them come from Italy. They're done in the Moderna method, which is an Italian method for making vinegars. So I have white vinegars. I have dark vinegars. The difference is the dark vinegars are cooked in a copper kettle and then they're aged for a certain amount of time and the white vinegars it uses a white grape must which is a part of the grapes and they don't cook them so your white vinegars are going to be tartar fresher and then the dark vinegars are going to have deeper flavors even sweeter flavors than the white vinegars my favorite i'm sure everyone has their favorites i just love a straight traditional balsamic vinegar yes and if it's an aged balsamic it's got that extra sweetness i love it so much Yes, we have the 18-year age. You can get older ones, but they start getting really expensive, and I'm trying to make sure that I keep my quality high and my prices low. Good, good. We appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. Okay, so one of my favorite things in your store is actually not an oil or a vinegar. It's your salt, specifically your truffle salt. Yes. I can make the frozen French fries for my kids. I pull mine off to the side. Special, special (laughs) pile. And I feel like I'm in a five-star restaurant. (laughs) That stuff is amazing. And I tell people, I'm like, any green vegetable, you put that on the end of any green vegetable, and it really just adds something extra to it. It tastes really good. So what other flavors are there? Because I haven't focused on any of the other ones yet. So there's fire salt, which actually does not have any salt in it. I actually have people that cannot eat salt that come in and buy that as a flavoring for their food. So it's spicy. Mm -hmm. Then I have a sashimi togarashi, which is a very spicy seasoning that people 
tend to put on Asian dishes. Mm-hmm. My son especially puts it on ramen. He loves ramen. He's all about the oh, ramen bowls. So he'll put that on there. I have a hickory smoked salt, also very delicious, which is self-explanatory, more like a barbecue kind of flavor. And then I have a garlic bread seasoning that is, I describe it to people as when you come out of a restaurant and you have the garlic breath, like you are like, I need to go home and brush my teeth. I have garlic everywhere. Yeah. That's that. I have that here. And I use that very sparingly. A little bit goes a long way. I just got my boys used to having, I put a little garlic in, on my butter bread and they mm-hmm. are just starting to fall in love with that. So I might have to take some of that home today and give it a whirl, but I will be, go easy on them. Yes. For sure. Start slow. Now, do you have rubs or I was confusing that with the salts? I do not have rubs. I have jams, jellies, and mustards. Didn't know about those. Let's hear about those. So they're mostly spicy jellies because I like spicy jellies. I do have a couple that are I have the bourbon pecan blueberry that's not spicy yeah they're just like the ones you throw on the cream cheese and yeah everybody enjoy and then I have one that's a hot bacon jelly and people somebody told me that that put that on hamburgers is delicious and I would have never thought that I would never have thought about that either right and the mustards yes I have much like a dill pickle mustard I think I have raspberry mustard there's three or four different kinds of mustards that some people just love mustards my so husband's I, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Try to have a little bit of everything. So this weekend you had one of your sample Saturdays. Yes. And you served the little, the cheesecakes, yes. the mini cheesecakes. That was raspberry. Was yes. it not? It was the d- new dark raspberry vinegar. I want to try that before I leave today as well. Yes. Okay. okay. It's good. It's a good one. Okay. I also, and this is how I first met you, was my boss sent me over here to buy Christmas gifts. Right. For their employees. The the packaging here is so classy and so well done, and I love it. And you can get the medium-sized bottles, or I like your sample packet where we can mix the salts and give people a gift like that. I think we use those and put them in our gift baskets for our district managers. It was so great. But I think what impressed me the most on that very first time was that you gave me a recipe to include with the oil and vinegar that I chose for them. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. So I think if I go to a party and I want to be guaranteed that I'm going to be invited again later, I'm showing up with that stuff as my hostess gift. This is my new place. If I'm going to a party, I'm coming to Georgia's place first (laughs) and get set up. Okay. So I tried to be really thoughtful about the packaging. I try to be really thoughtful about all of that because I try not to have things that go in the trash and I try to buy biodegradable things I, but I try to buy quality things yeah the packaging a lot of it comes from Italy they're actually grappa bottle boxes that are coming from Italy but I buy them from a man out of Minnesota he imports them into Minnesota and then I get them from him I know too that <clears throat> these recipes that I'm referring to for the oils and vinegars and such you can find those recipes you'll probably get a recipe here if you come to her sample Saturdays right yes I actually make a little booklet I try to make four things each sample Saturday two dishes two drinks one alcoholic one non-alcoholic and I try to make a little booklet of all the recipes and hand them out for oh, that's people wonderful. to take with them. I can give you one today. I'll take one of those yes. too. <laughs> there are perks to doing this. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I know that I did see some recipes on your website. Yes. So I know that some are listed there and also Facebook page. So be sure to find Hampstead Oil and Vinegars on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. 
you were not you're not from Hampstead. No. Okay. So I want to find out what got you here. I want to know where you were born and raised sure. and your little bit of history there. But how did you end up in Hampstead and how did you end up doing oils and vinegars? What led you here? Okay, long story short. So I'm originally from Tennessee, the hills of Tennessee. I met my husband. He was living in Charleston. I was living in Chattanooga. He was there for SWAT team training. He was a policeman outside of Charleston. Cool. So we dated long distance for a year, and then I moved to Charleston and lived there for, I think I was there for four years. And he got hired on with the Navy, and our first duty station was Lejeune. That's where we were. So 17 years ago, our first duty station was here. And he is an ocean person. Like, his happy place is the water. Mm -hmm. And he always wanted to come back here. So we moved and lived a lot of places, as you do with the military. And the plan was always to come back here. He retires in two years. Our oldest was starting high school. Our youngest is starting middle school. It was time to get somewhere and stay somewhere. Get your roots down. Yes. Yeah. And so he always. we came back to Hampstead. We moved the summer of 2020 when everything was in <gasps> lockdown. Yeah. We got our orders the weekend that they shut down everything. And they said, but you're still moving. We said, but how are we going to move? They said, you're just going to have to figure it out. You're, you don't get to travel. You don't get to do a house hunting trip. Just figure it out. So we bought our house over the internet. No. Our realtor did a FaceTime and we walked around and that's how we bought our house. Georgia. I'm not even kidding you. So that's Okay, that's frightening. I guess it was. But it's turned out good. So we my parents live with us. So we okay. had the biggest thing is always accommodate my parents. So mm-hmm. there was a place for them at this house. They're still active and but they need us close. So I love that. Yes. So they're right next door. A lot of things can be overlooked if we're accommodating everyone. So mm-hmm. we bought the house and we came here and then I started looking for a job and I could not get a job. And I know everybody says, everybody's hiring. Nobody was hiring when I was looking for a time. job. Not at that time. No. At that time, it, it was different. It was. And I couldn't even get anybody to call me. Were you looking just here in, in Hampstead? I was looking here, Wilmington. Oh, you, you know. were going down to Wilmington as oh, well. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so my, because we've moved so much, I have a very weird job history. I've done a lot of things. I've been a software project coordinator. I've worked for a lawyer. I've worked for a school district. Every time we would move, I would do something different. So mm-hmm. I can I understand that my... You're well-rounded. Right. And my resume looks weird. Well, well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> so I told my husband, I said, I am... And to go back a little bit, when our last duty station was Mississippi, we lived in this tiny little town in Mississippi called Pass Christian, outside of New Orleans about an hour, and they had one of these stores in the town. Yeah. And I loved it. And I would go every month, and I would spend a little money, and I would get myself a little something new, and we would make things with it, and I loved it. For me, it was a blast. And so when we moved here, I was like, I'll be fine. They'll have something. It's a big city. It's fine. And there was nothing. And so I told my husband, I said, I think I'm going to open a store. And he said, what? (laughs) You're doing what? I said, I think I am. He said, okay, I'll help you. And so I talked to some friends who have their own businesses. I was thinking about that when you were talking about this earlier, the doubt. Yeah. And I definitely called those people many times and Mm said, am I thinking about this the right way? Am I doing this the right way? And got lots of feedback because it is scary. It's very scary. It is. You're obviously investing money. That's yes. clear. But it's your time and all of your energy. Yes. And your family has to 
go along with you and it takes a lot of energy from everybody involved and you put forth a lot of effort and you you just hope and you pray that it's going to go the way that you have this vision in your head. And so has it gone as you planned? So it's going, I feel like it's going really well. I like, I'm very lucky. My family's very supportive. You'll see my kids up here helping me out on breaks. My husband comes up here God bless them and changes light bulbs for me and builds things for me. And so they're very supportive and it's going really well. I think people here like to eat well. They like to try to be healthy. They have active lifestyles and I feel like they come to see me to help with that. So you guys are fully settled here in Hampstead. It's done. Yes, I'm not moving again. Okay. He gets itchy feet, but I figure if I have a store, it's going to be really hard to pick up and move That's right. That's right. You've taken that big step and you've opened this. So what would you say has been the biggest challenge you've met so far? So I don't know what I don't know. I just make it up as I go along. So every day is really, truly an adventure. The doubt is hard. Like you doubt yourself in the middle of the night, you wake up and you're like, am I doing the right thing? You've obviously, there's always going to be challenges, but what would you say are some of the biggest surprises and the reward that you've had so far with Hampstead Oils and Vinegars? So meeting people has been delightful. My experience with the people of Hampstead is they're friendly. They love to talk. They're from lots of different places. Yes. The local people are delightful and fun, but then there's people from other parts of the country who also, who have lived other places that have had these stores. And so they come in excited. Do you have this flavor? Do you have that flavor? Yeah. Well, they're excited yeah. that you're here, which I find so much fun. And then just, they share lots of information with me and they share recipes with me. Nice. And for me... I told my husband, I said, I wanted, when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, I said, I want to sell something that I love and I want to chitty chat with people. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing that. That's what I'm doing. You're doing it. (laughs) Yes. On so many different levels. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. So in Tennessee, is that where you learned how to play the banjo? No, but that is where I fell in love with the banjo because where I grew up in Tennessee, they had something called the Mountain Opry, and it was up on top of a mountain, and Mm -hmm. it was on Saturday nights, and for, I think, a couple dollars, you could go in there, and the local people would come in and play, Yeah, and there was always people in there playing the banjo, and I was fascinated. Really? Oh, yes, always, and so as when we lived in Mississippi... My husband bought me a banjo and banjo lessons because there was a man there that had a thing called the Bluegrass Cabin, and he started teaching me. So I started learning maybe about five years ago. What? Yes, about five years ago. Okay, because I do work a couple of doors down from you. Sometimes I can walk out the door and... I just, I hear this music fill the air. And it's just so nice because that's not something you're used to hearing. And you're just kicking back in front of your store, playing the banjo and in the middle of the day, it's lovely. So I'm gonna have you draw a card. Now these cards have nothing to do with business. They're called talking point cards. And I would use them around the dinner table with my kids. So go ahead and pick a card and read that question and give me your answer. Okay, let's see what we get. What do you wish you had more time for? Let's hear it. I wish I had more time to not have something scheduled. I wish I had just more 
downtime because I don't know about you, but every single minute, it seems like of my days get completely scheduled up. And it would be nice to just have a little bit more time where it's just free time that I can do what I want and not what I need to do. 100%. 100% agree with you. Maybe I just want to take the dog for a walk. Yeah. And I or and just go down and sit by the water and yeah. sit on the beach. And there's not a lot of and I know and I say this to my husband a lot. I say it's gonna our kids are gonna be gone and we're gonna have all the time in the world and the house is gonna be so quiet yeah. and it's coming before we know it. Yeah. And so we should enjoy this while we have it. But I, sometimes I really would just like to be able to just have nothing on the agenda. Thank you for doing that. Absolutely. Okay, before we go, I wanted to find out if you have any upcoming events or any specials that you're running that our listeners need to know about. So I am trying, I try to do sample Saturdays. I try to do at least one every couple of months. I always advertise them. I do corporate events and private events. And so if people are interested in that, all they have to do is call. I actually have one coming up next week. Tell me about those. What is that like? So... The few that I've done three so far, and what I do is I provide food, two dishes, two drinks with the recipes, and then they also get two bottles, two small bottles of oil or vinegar or oil, whatever you want. You can pick whichever two you okay. you do, and that's usually about $35 per person. Nice. And it lasts a couple of hours. People can come in, try things, have some dishes, talk and enjoy themselves oh they come right here to the store right here to the store i love it yes okay yes any specials yes if people will like and share the podcast up until may the 13th if you can come in and show me that you've liked and shared the podcast on facebook i'm happy to give whoever that is 10 percent off of whatever they decide to buy from the store i love it yes thank you so much yes, Georgia. you're very welcome it's been so nice talking to you you're yes. so wonderful. Thank you. And you made my that. first podcast Yay. the best. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, you're welcome. I'm happy to do it. I do want to talk about the details real quick. Hampstead Oils and Vinegars. It's located in the Oak Tree Center. It's at 16717 U.S. Highway 17. And Georgia is in Suite 204. Her phone number is 1373. You can also reach her via email at hampsteadoils at gmail.com and your website is hampsteadoils.com. If you can't get this written down, then just look in my podcast notes and I'll have it there for you. So thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you come back for more and thank you again, Georgia, for being my very first podcast. You're very welcome. Thanks for asking me. Hey, thank you for joining me today on Topsail Insider. If you liked today's episode, please hit the follow or subscribe button so that you can get the Topsoil Insider podcast delivered automatically to whichever podcast platform you're listening on. And if you're a business owner and you wish to set up a pre-interview or you want to advertise, please email me at topsoilinsider at gmail.com. Please also find and like the Topsoil Insider Facebook page. I provide links to the new podcast there each week, as well as providing photos of the businesses that I'm highlighting along with any of their upcoming events. So, hey, let's do this again next week. I'll see you around Topsoil. Hey guys, it's Leah with Topsail Talk. I explore local businesses, services, people, and activities in Topsail and its surrounding areas, and I post videos about them. You can find and follow Topsail Talk on Facebook and Instagram. 
you'll never know where we're going to go, but if you try one of my stops, be sure to tell them Topsil Talk sent you. <laughs>